Gardens Radio. Well, here is Callum Gathercold. Excuse me, Callum. How are you this evening? Yeah, very well, thank you. How are you? Good, good. Excellent stuff. Uh, really well, thank you. Now, Callum is, um, is a young man. He's 20 years old now. Um, and as mentioned at the start of the show, he is, uh, he's going to be rowing across the Atlantic um, very, very shortly. So, Callum, thanks ever so much uh, for joining me this evening on Brooklyn's Radio. Um, can you just tell me a little bit about why you're taking on this challenge? Uh, so, my dad died in 2012, um, and he was looked after by the Princess Alice Hospice um, in Isha, and they did a phenomenal job of looking after him. So, I, I really want to raise some money for them to make sure that that, that place is um, still around for many years to come. Um, I'm also raising money for Brain Tumor Research um, and Brace, which are both brain related uh, research charities. So, the reason I'm doing it is to raise a huge amount of money for them, or as much as I can, and to keep those keep those funds coming in. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's a, a mighty, mighty, mighty task you're taking on. Um, and was it always your aim to take on such a big challenge? Um, no, not really. I, I was um, I was inspired by a member of my rowing club who um, who did a crossing. Um, I I saw I saw a picture of the boat and I thought, oh wow, that's just. It just looks really cool. <laughs> um, it's not much more more than that, really. I, I I just saw it and thought that's a an interesting and different thing to do. It hasn't really been my plan to to do such a huge thing. It's just something that I want to do. And was it was it something that you decided that you just wanted to do by yourself, or were you persuaded to do it by yourself? I mean, how did that sort of come about? Um, yeah, not not really too sure. Um, I, I just thought that it would be a really, really great thing to do by myself, and I thought, you know, if I if I am doing it by myself, then um, you know, that's it's it's me propelling my own body across across the Atlantic. I just thought, you know, that's that's amazing. It's a massive challenge. Um, it's a massive challenge. Are you excited about it? I certainly am. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm getting really excited. Um, it's 35 days to go now. Um, and uh, yeah, certainly very, very excited. So not long. I made a bit of an error, um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls at home. I said 19 days till he uh, he starts his his quest across the uh, the Atlantic. That's not quite right. It's 19 days until you fly out to Lagomera okay. in the Canaries. Right, so that's uh, kind of where I'm. I'll be based for the the two weeks before I set off. Okay, and lots of um, prep prep going on um, in that period, that two week period before you get out on the water. Yeah. So last minute things, making sure the boat's all ready. Uh, make sure I'm ready, make sure all the kit's there. Um, and there's such a huge kit list, and I'm inevitably going to have forgotten something. So, Yeah, I mean, um. you talk about a kit list. I mean, obviously you've got a limited amount of space. Um, yeah. What sort of things are you are you going to be taking? Um, I guess it's like being on the desert. What what last things would you take on a desert island? I, obviously you need food and, and, and water and whatnot, but what what sort of other bits and bobs do you need on a boat um, to make sure you're getting across the Atlantic as safely as possible without sort of weighing yourself down too much. Okay. Must um, be quite a challenge in itself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, you, you said I need water. Um, I don't actually need water. I don't actually need water. Um, I am taking some water as a precaution to, um, to make sure that if, um, if worse comes to the worst, I'll, you know, I'll be okay. But um, the way that I'm having water is I'm using a water maker. Okay. Um, so I'm taking in the seawater... Right. Um, um, filtering it and yep. uh, 
and uh, getting out some fresh water. So okay. uh, that's uh, a very, very important bit of kit. So you've, so you've, bringing, so you've, gone, you've gone green as well. You're recycling seawater. Um, well, I guess so. It's not, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not that green. It's uh, pretty power intensive. Well, I say, well, it is pretty green. So all my power is coming from the sun as well. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what, what else? I mean, obviously, you've just said you know, you're going to be re- regenerating the water. What else is going to be on the boat that's going to be, you know, of significant importance for you to make you know, a safe journey across? Uh, yeah, so I've got a parachute anchor, um, which is pretty much a big parachute um, that's that basically holds a large mass of water quite far, quite deep down, um, and it more or less keeps me in one one place. Okay. So if there's a a really large headwind yeah. and I'm not moving anywhere then I can put down my parachute anchor and hopefully that will uh, more or less keep me in one place okay so that's a really useful bit of kit I'm bringing along and then just in terms of your food what what how it, it's got you going to be rowing for how many days it could be 90 days okay so um, 90 days I mean what sort yeah. of food are you going to have on board with you so it's all freeze freeze dried okay um sort of dehydrated astronaut styled food okay um so it comes in like a it's kind of a powder sort of thing. And um, then I boil up water, uh, pour it in, and it kind of makes a slop after about 10 minutes. It's really not that, it's not that but, bad. But it gives out. you the nutrients you want, I presume. Yeah, yeah. It's all um, perfectly cautioned off into uh, protein, fat, yeah, carbohydrate, yeah, yeah. just as I want it. So, yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's... Um, it's have, you had, have you had lots of, 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 of help sort of putting together the, the what you need to... to to make a safe journey in terms of your food and, and your water? Has there been any training going on or is it is it just sort of listening to people that have done it before? Well, there's a lot of listening to people that have done it before um, and that's really key. I've, I've tried to talk to as many people as possible um, about this and they've been really, really helpful. Um, but a lot, a lot of um, the knowledge which I'm getting is, is coming from the race organisers, okay. the Talisker Whiskey Atlantic Challenge or that's the race which I'm doing and it's organised by Atlantic Campaigns um, okay. and all of that information are really coming through them. Um, so I've also done uh, a week-long residential course uh, okay. um, where I'm, I've got my first aid at sea, my sea survival um, and also navigation by stars. So, yeah, uh, okay. You know, those courses are going to be really, really key as well. Now, I've done, I've done a little bit of um, navigational stuff I've done a VHF radio course. Is that something you've yeah, had to you've yeah, had to sorry, do as that's well? Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, yeah got a VHF radio license as well. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's all very very high tech. The VHF <laughs> radio course. Yeah. Um, do you find it okay all the training, or is it is it a bit monotonous and you just yeah. want to sort of get on with your own training? It, it was a little bit, <laughs> but um, no, it was interesting as well. It's um, yeah, it, it was a really good fun week actually. A uh, really good bunch of people in the race, and it was really good to kind of meet them and spend time with them as well. So yeah, brilliant. I mean, I, I know you, you're doing this solo, which is you know, yeah. as I said, an amazing, amazing challenge. Um, you also mentioned it being a race and race organisers. Are there going to be uh, support for you, sort of twenty four seven in and around you, or you're simply sort of setting off by yourself and you'll have contact with the race coordinators by by radio? Is that how it works? Uh, yeah. Well, I will have. Um, contact with the race organisers, um, but not really by radio. Because uh, like my, my my ship's so low in the water, I've I've only really got like a, a fifty mile VHF okay. range. Right. Um, so my main communication will be by satellite phone. Right. Um, but yeah, the, 
there is a yacht there, uh, and they will be supporting, but they well they don't really like to use the word support it's kind of like an emergency right, okay. kind of craft so if something does go horrendously wrong then they they can come and get you but it's not supposed to be there as support as so uh, how close are they in in terms of miles um i'm not sure about miles but they've they've quoted that they'll be about two days away okay so yeah. quite a long way away a fair yeah a uh, fair amount it's you know you have to be prepared for anything really yeah um can't really rely on that okay because it's a scary place to see. I mean, I've been out yeah, at sea, um, you know, a few times, um, not in the middle of the Atlantic, I have to say, but even sort of, you know, coastal waters in and around the UK, it can be very scary at times. And are you sort of mentally prepared as well as physically, physically prepared for, for the challenge? I, I try to do as much mental preparation as I can. Um, so I've been speaking with a psychologist. He's okay. given me, you know, useful tips um for you know what life's going to be like and uh, you know i'm i'm prepared that that you know it may well be the worst 90 days of my life um but yeah mental you know the mental side of it is going to be most of the challenge i think um, yeah, yeah. and i in a w- kind of weird way i'm quite excited to see how that's going to test me absolutely um yeah have you watched any videos of, of people doing it at all or not yeah, I've, I've pretty much watched as many videos as I can. <laughs> you YouTubed it out, yeah, have you? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, um, there's a lot of good. Well, good. Um, yeah, a lot of videos. Interesting, on there anyway. interesting say. videos. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay, well, let's move on to your training, okay? Because uh, we were talking before before Callum came on air with us and. Uh, he was talking to me about his training, so I just want to sort of run through um, what sort of training you've done and, and how it sort of, um, you know, got you into shape to, to, to take this challenge on. So you mentioned that you'd had to put on a lot of weight um, to, to sort of prepare yourself. How have you put that weight on and, and do you want to just sort of explain why that weight is so important? Yeah, so I've put on a- about 15 kilos. Um and it's really important because during the whole the whole time that I'll be rowing, I'll be on a calorie deficit every day. Um, so I'll be consuming about five thousand calories each day, but I'll be burning about six thousand. Okay. Um, so the main yeah the main reason for that is to make sure that I don't lose too much weight, um, so that it doesn't become health threatening. Yeah, um, yeah. So I don't develop an illness or something while I'm out there because that could be really quite dangerous. Um, the way I've done that is by doing a load of weight training um, and just eating quantity. It's not necessarily been that bad food. It's not been, you know, chips and pizza, that sort of thing. You know, it's just been large quantities of mildly healthy food. So sort of like chili con carne, I've just been stocking up on that sort of thing. <laughs> Masses um, of chicken. Chili yeah, con- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's been... Must be expensive if you go out to eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has been... <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, uh, just to let you know, everybody, obviously, we can't see what uh, Callum looks like. By no stretch of the imagination is he is he um, massive, um, but maybe he is he's <laughs> bigger <up>. than. Well, <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good for the um, for, for the challenge that he's he's taking on. Um, let's let's just um, let's just go on to um, sort of the weather conditions. The weather can be obviously hugely changeable out there. Um, are you are you prepared for what what can sort of come at you while you're at sea? Uh, well, I, I have to be prepared for anything really, um, and I, I 
you know, I, I really don't know quite what to expect. I've never experienced anything quite like it. Um, so I, I just have to go out there and, and see what happens. Um, and the best bit of advice that I've been given about it is just to just to stick on and just carry on because it will get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, for the preparations for that, it's, it, a load of it is mental. Mm. Um, just being able to sit out in the cabin and um, my psychologist has been really, really useful for that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. great. I mean, yeah, so, so, we all know, you know, any sport is highly mental and I, I yeah. guess this is, is very similar. Uh, you're not going to be rowing all the time, are you? What's the sort of rowing to sort of rest and, and sleep um, mix? How, how does that work? No, so I'll be rowing during the day um, and sleeping during the night, okay. um, more or less. Uh, due to if, if you row during the night, it, it can be slightly more dangerous just because you you're not quite you can't see as well, and you know you can't see what the weather's doing, so you can't see if a wave's coming or something that might knock you off. Uh, so that's the main reason that I won't be rowing at night. But I'll be taking regular breaks during the day and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, it, it'll be kind of a just an average day. <laughs> so, so there's, is there a set sort of amount of hours you need to row for in, in to get you know over to the other side? I guess in your ninety days, or can it? Can you sort of play it by ear a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe you're going to have to if, play um, it by ear if you don't feel great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so if if the weather conditions are behind me and it's it's going really well, um, so say say the weather conditions are pushing me to go to five knots or something. And then I'm rowing and I'm only making it going one knot faster, then I may as well not row and just recover as, as much as I can. Um and just let make you know, take take advantage of the the good weather. But if I don't know, if there's a headwind and I'm only doing one knot, I'll I'll try and try and row and uh and try and get as much speed as I can. <laughs> get through that pain barrier. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Well, listen, as we mentioned, you're doing this for an extremely good cause and you've raised an awful lot of money so far. Do you just want to run, run us through how much money you've raised and how, maybe how that's come about and what your target is as well? Yeah, so we've raised £82,000 um, for the three charities which I'm supporting, which are the Princess Alice Hospice, uh, Brace and Brain Tumor Research. Um, and then... We've had some very, very generous corporate uh, sponsorship as well uh, from Purcell, BCD Travel and Smith's Connectors, as well as many, many others, which are all on my website, uh, thewaterbabies.co.uk. Um, the target for charity fundraising is £200,000, so there's still a way to go um, and any support would be... Uh, be very great would, would be welcomed all you very listeners. welcome <laughs> so that was the waterbabies.co.uk yeah, and it's it. pretty standard to uh to to donate i presume uh yeah yeah there's a link to a just giving page so yeah it's fantastic all, it's all there great stuff well um callum it's been fantastic speaking to you and just to give you a little bit of insight as to what's going to happen from here on in with callum and brooklyn's radio um, I have taken up the challenge, the mighty challenge myself, of doing a, uh, a training session next week with <laughs> Callum, uh, which we will get um, We'll get some recording of that. We may well get some video of that. We'll put it up on the Brooklyn's Radio um, uh, website. 
Um, and then going forwards from there, we're going to try and catch up with Callum while he's at sea. Yes, Brooklyn's Radio will be catching up with an Atlantic rower while he is out at sea. So that is going to be fantastic. Um, Callum, we're going to keep in touch with you, of course. Um, many, many thanks for coming in and speaking to me here on Brooklyn's Radio. It's been truly marvellous. <laughs> and we wish you, We wish you all the best. We really, really do. Oh, thanks very much. Well, let's give Callum a quick round of applause. <laughs> Excellent work, <laughs> Callum Gallagher. Brooklyn's Radio.